Welcome to Blooming Out, Indiana's only LGBTIQ news and public affairs show, featuring music, events, and interviews, both local and global. Live from the WFHB studios in Bloomington, Indiana, this is Blooming Out. Good evening, loves. Welcome back to another episode of Blooming Out. I'm Melanie Davis. I'm Ireland Meacham. And I'm Lucas Fisher. Woo! Oh, man, we Woo! nailed that. We, we did, did it. So good that time. Wow. We are rising up. Gamers rise <laughs> up. Getting better at this podcasting thing. This this is professional fun. Radio stuff. Yeah, uh, we get paid with your uh, attention and praise. Yes. With it, our our payment is your validate your validation. Validation of our listeners, right? Run in, share the share the love and and uh, pass us around. No, I was gonna say something. I'm, I'm not going to. <laughs> um, a bunch of espresso. Pass around the shots of espresso. Mm-hmm. Yes, eight shots each for this this one. Everyone's required to do eight shots of espresso. <laughs> I mean, not really. That's dangerous. That don't do that unless you're in your twenties and have a good heart. Um. <laughs> That stuff will get you. Yeah, don't do it. How's it? How's everybody been? Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're all laughing nervously because things are scary. The world's burning. Yeah, not doing so good. Scary, scary. Um, we're recording Wednesday night for Thursday, right? And uh, I just rhymed there. I'm sorry. Um, and the uh, AG of Kentucky just handed down uh, his recommendations for the Brianna Taylor thing. And I say thing because it's uh, I don't want to use curse words on the radio. Um, travesty? How's that? And... I, I was I've been watching the live video feeds uh over the past little bit and everything seems to be fairly peaceful. I've seen a few people get arrested by the um uh massive amounts of police there. Mm. Um and like because they like boarded, boarded up the city. Yeah. They they, they boarded right downtown, boarded off boarded up all the buildings um and called so, a curfew right ahead of time yeah there's a curfew of like nine o'clock i believe and uh it's for 72 hours so yeah yep although that means the weekend's free so you know go on down for the weekend folks i'm just yeah, kidding. Stay I... away from louisville yeah uh, it, i've I I don't even know what to say. I'm so, uh, I'm livid. Yeah, me too. Because there's just no justice served. And, uh, you know, I don't really know what else to say about it right now. Other than that, people are going to continue protesting about it. The, The demands haven't been met. So it just seems. Yeah. Right, and the demands aren't really asking that much. They're asking for uh, the arrest you know, of murderers. 
And, yeah. you know, uh, even just manslaughter, like, we, we don't have to call it murder. It wasn't premeditated, but, it, you know, it, right. it, I mean, exactly, it's murder. It's, it, but, someone yeah. died who, did, who was asleep in their bed, like. But three counts of endangerment to a neighboring family and mm-hmm. no counts in, for her death. Right. Really is completely unacceptable. So yeah. it's it's acceptable now. Um, it's acceptable now to for police to execute people. Um, in in the <clears throat> service of a a warrant, at least, uh, on a property for somebody who doesn't live there. So basically it, it's um it's just killing with impunity. I know. There isn't even a public rebuke. There's not a um it, it it's it should frighten everyone. It really should. It really sounds this is how you brainwash a nation by trying to pass something off, passing this off, not just something, passing things like this off as, like, justice. These are the red flags of a fascist state. And I don't understand why people aren't paying attention. Like, well, you know, it's very clear where this is heading, or where they want it to go. I just wish know? we could agree on it, you know? Like, right. why does everybody have such a problem with saying that saying what calling it what it is you know i don't get it because they don't want to admit that things are as dangerous as they are um, because they're being manipulated by social media into believing it. a totally <laughs> altered side of the story yeah but anyway i don't know i well i i don't think that they're the police are disputing that they fired into the the apartment you know just that uh one one officer unloaded 16 rounds another unloaded 10 another unloaded six i believe um that's a just all at once and without you know regard to who and what was there um and it was a no-knock warrant so they were breaking into a place basically basically Uh, the castle rule, right, or um, where you know your home is your castle, you 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 have a right to defend it, right? Nope, castle doctrine. That's it. Um, you don't. Apparently not. You don't. It's that's out the window. Um, because yeah, because it, Brianna's boyfriend thought it was a break-in, which is right. why he fired, and then right. they used that as an excuse to not charge any of these people. Well, and yeah, the boyfriend called the police because they thought that they were they never even found out that it was police they were plain closed closed plain clothed officers and they called the police after um Mm -hmm. they were attacked by these people and the police didn't know of the investigation didn't talk to them about on the phone so right there was no coordination there was nothing and the officers that were there that did the firing on um the property 
on the people who did the killing. Uh, didn't even administer, you know, life-saving, uh, or, or try to administer, uh, life-saving, um, no, first aid. And, no, they, exactly. And that, <sighs> we've seen it so many times, and this is why Black Lives Matter exists as a movement, because right. police will do these, uh, brutal murders and or manslaughter whatever you want to call them to make yourself feel better and then or, leave the body in the streets for hours or perform these sorts of um raids which is basically what it is yeah without uh, uh so people might be wondering what does this have to do with lgbt issues and I want to remind people that this was common for LGBT folk to experience too. Um, this was <laughs> back in the day. How how did they do raids on uh, clubs and private um, events? Um, they would just bust in the place. Now they weren't always shooting, thankfully. Um, But what's to say that, you know, they wouldn't do the same thing to anyone, really? Yeah, to anyone. Like, it's like a, and like if, a police thing. If this is the new norm, everybody should be angry. Everybody should be up in arms and uh, demand that things change. Now, part of uh, the settlement with Breonna Taylor's family what uh, apart from the monetary settlement which money you know great they'll they will be set up kids will be able to go to college people will be able to afford um homes and things that's that you know yay money everything's turned into money in this uh world but you know they lost somebody tragically there there are communities of people who are angry and afraid and um and there's still no justice. There's supposed to be police reform. There are supposed to be things that are set in motion. But we'll see. I mean, obviously, um, even if things don't go right, now that now precedent is, is set again uh, for, for this kind of activity to continue, for this kind of murder to continue. So, um, my prayers are with Louisville and the people down there uh, who are afraid and struggling. And um, I'm, I've got nothing constructive to say. I have nothing but my um, outrage. And if you feel that, that sort of thing is okay i i don't know uh what to say to you i have no idea how to appeal to your humanity or if you have any uh i, I don't know how you can look at that and say that that's something that's justified so um well said mm-hmm 
And there's not much else we could say about that. Right, it's being said. There's yeah, so much. Yeah. Go go see other people who are better uh, speakers than I, than, who are really reeling from this. Um, listen to their words. And, and... <sighs> I'm looking at... You know, we look at the news all the time. That's what we do, right? <laughs> We we pour over the stuff. We see the injustices that are committed against people every week, all week long. And the country is um, being exposed to the dirty underbelly of the country. The, the, the flashlight is on and the roaches are coming out. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. You, the it's not a chair it's a pile of roaches it's not mm-hmm. it, everything that we uh um held up as a nation that we were we were taught that you know this is what makes america exceptional we're seeing that and and a lot of us have known this for a long time just mm-hmm. because we don't fit into that uh donna reed world um, we're seeing that there's so much under the surface, so much hate, so much, uh, need for control and all of the stuff needs to be torn down mm-hmm. and equity and justice need to be rebuilt into the system for all Americans, for all people, you know, whoever's here you are human and you deserve equality and rights you you um for sterilization really yeah let's talk about that for a sec um and then deportation immediately afterward yeah what's that about how is that happening how can we let that happen it's eugenics uh, and you know where Nazi Germany learned their eugenics from, right? It was from us. Yeah. And um, I actually have a book that I rescued from a dumpster because I dumpster books, or I used to when I lived in Indy. Uh, there was a great one behind Half Price uh, books where they would just throw the books they didn't think that would sell and so there were there was a paperback and periodicals dumpster and uh and a oh wow hardbound dumpster that also had like uh records things like that so and and i even got uh a police officer came through the alleyway and you know my butt was up and legs were in the air as i was diving down to get something and i see this light come on behind me and i get out and he's like you doing okay like yeah i'm just pulling out some of these books nobody wants okay and he left glad that went uh easy Mm -hmm. but it was castleton so um yeah and i'm white (laughs) so it was pretty easy and i pulled out this book and it says eugenics across the front of it and it talks in all these flowery terms about how um, there should be no mixing of the races and there, uh, uh, 
disabled people should not uh, reproduce because it, it, it's just disgusting. Every page in there is written by doctors and um, ministers and priests, and it's all powerful men. Powerful yeah. men. Probably, yeah, like Jordan, uh, Jordan Hall. <laughs> I mean, the Jordan Hall, the guy that Jordan Hall is named after. Like it's, people like that back in the the early twentieth, the late nineteenth century. And those are people who were elevated, right? Their voices were elevated, and they were thought of as great folks. And um, and now, of course, we can't. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. There are many of us who can't uh, abide any of those thoughts. And yet, at one point, um, there was a huge section and very powerful section of people who uh, used those words to belittle and take power away from others. Um, and it, I, <clears throat> we're there too we're degenerates you know we're um uh amoral we're seen as and these things are working their way around in the white supremacist camps uh in in the um militia speak they're talking about queer people too mm-hmm and they're they're talking about uh days of reckoning and what was the uh blood will run in the streets and as QAnon builds up about their um uh when when they talk about pedophilia they also talk about LGBT folk mm-hmm. and these these aren't fringe folks anymore they're they're gaining in power. There are um, GOP candidates coming up in what forty three days? Is it forty two? Forty two days. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to be on the ballot. The, the people who believe that uh, all of these conspiracy theories are true, and they're going to be. Uh, their voices are elevated again, but, um, are some of them going to be in power or some of them going to be installed? There was a, uh, judge, a federal judge who was, uh, installed in, in Florida, speaking of, and when he applied for this, when he was being considered, uh, he conveniently left out that he was part of an anti-LGBT group. And, you know, of course, he gets put in place and he's there for life, right? You get an appointment um, and considered and and affirmed and there, there you go. And now he will be on a bench for however long he may live and uh, be making rulings that affect tons of people. And... Speaking of which... <laughs> Yeah. 
Um, want to talk about the Supreme Court? Slash. Well, um, like. I feel like we're all also in mourning. Um, the progressive movement in general and anyone who cares about human rights in this country is mourning. Yeah. Um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away on Tuesday. Um, I think Monday, was it? Monday, I think. Monday. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, yeah, still. <laughs> you know, I, people have been bringing up, well, she's not, she shouldn't be celebrated as the greatest progressive that ever lived. Um, she had some old-fashioned thoughts about all sorts of things. And, you know, yeah, she did. She was seven, or she was 87? 87, yeah. Um, she came from, that's the uh, lost generation, right? Just after, just after the greatest generation, just before the boomers. She was uh, born in 33. And <laughs> yeah, she wasn't uh, what we would consider now to be, what's the term, woke? Woke. But she broke so many barriers, and she was instrumental in so many rulings uh, supporting people's rights and civil yeah. rights. And women's rights and LGBTQ Absolutely. Especially. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. She she <laughs> broke class ceilings. She shattered all kinds of um, things that were uh, beliefs that were considered to be uh, uh, etched in stone. Women mm-hmm. shouldn't be in positions of of such power, uh, and she was unapologetic, and so she should be celebrated. Absolutely. Absolutely. And now that she's gone, we're seeing uh, (laughs) the hypocrisy of the Republican Party is out. Of course, if you couldn't see it before, I'm not sure that it's going to change your mind, but... Right. um, They know they can get away with that now, being total, like, doing a total 180 um, on... You didn't, one of them even said the exact opposite of what he said um, in Obama's last term, correct? Yeah. Lindsey Graham said, you can call me out on this. You can call me out on this. If a Republican, if Donald Trump is the president and in his last year, he couldn't have been more specific in that. And he said, you can call me out on it and you will be right. And now he's, well, uh, well. Mm, uh, no. What a gutless person. What a, I mean, all of these people. Just, I don't, it just makes me so mad I can't even think of words, you know? They should not be in positions of power. They should not be in positions of power. They are a danger to, I mean, these people are making, they're making the laws. They are deciding what human rights are. They're they, deciding who lives and dies. Right. These are life and death situations. 
you know, these are this this is going to come to healthcare. This is going to come to whether or not you can live in society authentically as yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to come to equality in so many aspects of life. And uh, and these people don't care for uh, you or me or anyone else. They're about their own enrichment and aggrandizement and appeasing the people who give them money. And, uh, and those people that give them money, those organizations that give them money, absolutely do not care for us. They absolutely don't. And what's so messed up is that they think that this is the right thing to do because they're like colonized capitalized mindset is that they are entitled to make these decisions to all this money to make decisions based on money it all comes down to that feeling of entitlement and that's a hard thing to break through to someone um about a lot of people will you know even, you know, say anything to not have to address that. And the people that I know who are supporting them, it, it is money. Yeah. It's all about money. It's all about money. Because the people I know who are supporting them are um, people who know me, right? People who are fine with the fact that I am who I am and my child is who she is and, you know that's that's great and they'll swear up and down they don't have a racist bone in their body and they'll swear up and down that they're not bigoted in any way but look at our economy it look at the money it's so good and how can that be your metric how can that be what you think is absolutely important for the country is the economy not the people what is a country but the people you know, we, we are this country and for any group, um, to claim it as their own and exclude others is absolutely, um, un-American, uh, but also antisocial, uh, inhumane, um, and I don't know, there's just, I, I can't accept, I can't accept this, and I don't think, given our choices right now, I, again, I, I have friends who, who don't vote because of their conscience, they, they can't bring themselves to vote because of um because they don't agree in the system however we still live in the system until it goes completely belly up this is what we have and you you're not going to be able to appeal to the conscience of somebody like mitch mcconnell um or rand paul and they're too far gone it's yeah or just republicans at that level, at the national level, uh, Trey, <laughs> uh, you can't 
reason with them. They're, 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 if you can, I mean, Lindsey Graham is the most egregious in, in Ted Cruz. People who were so wrapped up in how horrible Donald Trump was before the election and now are licking his boots. Um, if you can do that 180, you have no moral center. Um, or floor. I mean, there's no, there's no bottom that you, you can find. You are just going to keep going down and down and down. And, um, so trying to call your senators and stuff and, and trying to reason with them and show them that you're really behind, you know, X, Y, or Z, or you really oppose X, Y, or Z, they don't care. They don't care. Um, get them out. Vote mm-hmm. them out. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. I was going to say, um, you know, well, I thought about this. Uh, recently, in, in the past couple of days, the Senate decided, I think it was yesterday, they decided whether or not they were going to uh, pick a new candidate for um, the justice seat. And they voted yes, naturally. And uh, one of our state senators voted no, and the other voted yes, I believe. I could be wrong in that. Don't take my word for it. But I was thinking, and I'm, I'm disappointed. I should have called my senators, but I'm also kind of like, what's the point? I just think, I wish we could have conversations with, with our, uh, you know, with our community and with our government, you know, our senators and stuff that could be more honest and less like politically driven because we're getting so like polarized and I don't, Liberals are this and 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 all this and like we really need to like here's what's really making me mad about this seat thing is that um the the okay so it's in 2016 when there was a seat that needed filled after a justice retired um Obama was going to fill it I didn't retire Scalia died oh okay yeah. uh, wrong senator and or wrong uh, don't anyway uh merrick garland, merrick garland was put forth as obama's um, and so mitch mcconnell somehow stopped that from happening mm-hmm. and what how did he do that <laughs> first of all i don't understand what that is i guess the gop must have voted against it at that point well because they took the vote on it you know yesterday to decide to vote to decide to vote for someone this time around. So when McConnell became the the um, opposition to everything Obama, he he stated that there would be no nothing that Obama put forth would pass. That was that was his thing, and he blocked, blocked, and blocked, and blocked. And then um, during the uh, the Merrick Garland. Um, nomination but didn't go anywhere during that whole consideration um 
everybody was saying that you couldn't and everybody republican was saying oh well and and they went on talk shows and it was uh reinforced in um on fox news and it, it just over and over again in the public uh sphere it was said you know he's he's it's the last year of his uh presidency let the people decide right let the people decide um by electing the next president and they got away with it because they overwhelmed the airwaves with that messaging mm -hmm. and mcconnell just blocked the whole thing that was he he refused to hear any of it so yeah. um, so complete 180 well of course because it's not about it's not about the people deciding it's not about um anything that they talked about it's, it's about, about power people. it's about yeah. it's just power mm -hmm. and maintaining it is, it power yeah well it and and they don't care they that isn't that's something that you would use and you'd say against somebody who had a, a and, and again i go back to morals um who had a any kind of moral base there, there just isn't um stripping people of power so that they can have more is all that they've ever been good at and, and it's behind every single decision that they make if it makes you know what them we should do Abolish the Senate, <laughs> abolish the Electoral College. You know, easier said than done. But I feel like that's the Senate is outdated. It's not. We don't need it anymore. Well, I mean, or you can make the Senate proportional, like yeah. Yeah. houses. Yeah. Um, we, <laughs> the whole idea of the Senate balancing things out, uh, has proven to be a um, a, a horrible experiment. And yeah, it gives voice to California, who, you know, how many millions of people live in California, as opposed to the 12 that live in Montana. Um, 12 people, that is. Not 12 million. And I love Montana. Montana's beautiful. Um, it, it's, it's a wonderful state in some, some ways. But they have the same voice as California, as Rhode Island, as... Um, New Mexico. They they're Yeah, it's time for that to change. Far past it. Yeah. Oh the but the big liberal places will have more of a say. Well, if more of the people <laughs> of yeah, America right. side with a certain um idea, whatever it may be, if the majority of people are wanting this change but they're being held up by a minority how is that at all democratic it's not it's not yeah you know honestly we need to revise the constitution and it's a kind of long overdue yeah, considering some of the stuff that's still in there mm -hmm. and i hope i hope that actually can happen i don't know well, after the next revolution, right? I mean, you know, there's a way, there's a very long path to a social revolution that I can see, and that's by getting us all into office, get booting out all the all the old people, booting out Mitch McConnell, uh, 
getting some term limits on these freaking congressional seats, for Christ's sakes. And, you know, slowly you could... But, uh, so, you know, also money is... We're not talking about money and how that plays a role in, in having... Citizens United has to be abolished. Um, camp- campaign finance repo- reform has to be taken seriously. Unfortunately, you're asking the people who take the money to change how they take the money. Um, <laughs> doesn't really uh, bode well for that, that sort of change. Again, these are, these are opportunistic. These are predators. The, the, the predators are the people in power. And we have to knock them down if, as long as we have the power to. Um, we have to take <laughs> we have to take the power back uh not to quote rage against the machine but yeah no definitely quote rage against the machine yeah they know what's up just saying it's true no i, I believe <laughs> i believe that the the younger generations who are just coming into their political uh, power right now, the ability to have a voice and have a say, have been disenfranchised both in education and by um, society telling them that they don't matter and that your, vo- your voice doesn't matter at all. Um, but, you know, these are also the same people who have less um, uh I won't say exactly less bias. Their biases are skew more toward social justice. Um, and not definitely not all. I have heard some young people say some really horrid stuff. However, uh, studies have shown, numbers have shown that if younger people got out and voted more, that they would change the narrative and they would change the the demographics of uh who controls uh the the power mm-hmm. um yeah millennials and gen z is the largest voting body of this election yeah y'all. that's the truth you have to vote you have to vote right now go out make sure go put in your mail-in ballot request right now <laughs> Or you yeah, know what? Or we can vote early too. You or vote early. early in person. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah vote Bernie. Just I just said mail him ballot because I'm in New York, but I'm voting in Indiana. So right. don't vote for Bernie. Yeah, don't vote for Bernie. Come Unless on. Unless we all do it. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. Too late. Sorry. <laughs> if you wanted Bernie, you should have gone out and voted for him earlier. Buy a Bernie T-shirt instead. Um. No, go out and vote for or against, but vote. Um, yeah, I'm not. I don't want to tell you what to do, but do vote. Also, I I want to get on the soapbox for a second. If you don't believe in voting and you don't believe in the system, then you don't believe that your vote means anything, right? So why not just go throw it wherever you know, wherever. Go throw it somewhere in in a in a reasonable direction, in something that you believe in, 
even if you don't believe that the system works, if you're going to be a nihilist, you know, at least throw the dart, like, throw a dog a bone. Like, come on. You know, if it doesn't mean anything to you, it's, it, that's, I'm done. That's all. Just saying. You're so right. Because I, mean, I don't, I also think the system is, is fundamentally, yeah. Yeah, things will not change how we how we need them to change until we until we shut all this stuff down and recreate some stuff, you know. Yep. So, but yeah. but you might as well vote so we can get the power in order to do that. Yeah, and if you're too lazy to go do something that costs you zero dollars to do, well, I guess transportation. If you need a ride, by the way, hit me up. But you can you can do this by mail. And it's free, right? But I believe that the post isn't paid. So, you know, you don't really... If you're too lazy to do that, then what makes you think you're going to overthrow the government and, like, establish a new one? Well, you just want somebody else to do that for you. Yeah. So, you know, I when people tell me that the system is fundamentally wrecked and that voting doesn't work, that is literally all I hear. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's why I vote. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure what. Um, what I mean, you've heard it all a million times, right? Um, people telling you to vote, people telling you what to think, what to hear, and what to feel, and you want to do it all on your own. You want to decide. Do it. Do the decision making. Um, but make a decision. You know, the the. You've got to do something, or else it will do something to you. Mm-hmm. And and that's kind of what we're here to tell you about. You know, this is... These are all cautionary tales. We're all talking about things that are, are affecting so many of your neighbors and you and, and future generations and past generations. Um... We have to create we have to create the country that we need because we're not moving to Canada. Canada can't accept all of us. It may take a few. But um guaranteed you don't want to be sleeping in tents in refugee camps in Canada. Uh not this winter. Whoa. Um healthcare, I mean. Shut up. <laughs> and but they would be overwhelmed too. I mean, we we have to create the situation we live in now. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of people just feel that that's not possible, but it is. You can't, it, it's been created. This thing that we have right now, this, this mess that we have where people are just killed with impunity and where, where people feel that they don't have a voice because they've been um, ignored. And you, I mean, pitchforks and torches and, Go take your stuff back. If it, if that's what it takes, that's what it takes. Not the torches that white supremacists use. But, um, you know, it doesn't happen until it happens. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, nothing ever uh, comes on its own. It's got to be, <laughs> you got to stand up and do it, you know? Um, and voting is a, a, not a hard way. And if voting doesn't work, then you ramp it up, you know, but definitely 
take what you can now. Take agency and run with it. Because it's given to you. There are people that are fighting. There are people that have fought for generations for this. Right? There are people that have been cut from voter rolls. And um, there, there are people who are felons who can't vote in states because yeah. uh, those states cut that out. Was it who was it? Bloomberg that just paid for an ungodly number of people, 20,000 or something like that, felons in Florida, paid their fines so they can vote? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's not fair. You paid your debt to society. You should be able to Mm -hmm. participate. You're still living in the society. You're still, you're still, you know, you're still in the system. You're part of the system. Literally, you know. And all this affects you. You might not feel it does, but it does. And if enough people stood up to these folks, if enough people ran against them, I mean, oh my God, the number of people, the number of black women who are are, running and Mm -hmm. the number of people who have not had voices traditionally, who are getting out there and running. There's there's a drag queen that just um, upended one of the, the races in, I think it was Massachusetts. Um. Uh, great. Yeah. That. Right. And it, there, are people who have traditionally not had a voice have stepped up and realized that they can. They can claim it, mm-hmm. demand it. And yep. once there are enough of us together, then I we mean, can make the changes that are necessary to ensure that Brianna Taylor is one of the last of this um, horrendous uh, genocidal uh, trends. It's not, yeah, and the justice served is not good enough, so we can't just uh, sit and take it that we just can't and we don't it doesn't have to be it's not you know anybody freaking out about this like this isn't necessarily a violent thing it's a it's moral thing (laughs) we're not the ones committing violence right this isn't and i heard i hear so much from people who are, are talking about the looting and the rioting you know if there were justice there wouldn't be this problem yeah, people are going to get killed accidentally. People are going to get killed in with by mistake. Um, and if the if justice is done, it's a tragedy. But it's not a tragedy on top of a uh, uh, obscenity. And right now, what we have for a justice system is obscene. Um, it it isn't a justice system at all so uh we can change that absolutely but you got to get out there and do it if, if you have the privilege i if forgot you, to say that yeah if you have the privilege mm-hmm. i hope i didn't hurt anyone's feelings well it it's really not about feelings it's about truth and honesty and that's that's true so if you have privilege um, use it. 
Yeah, like the privilege to vote. Not everybody has the privilege to vote in this country. Nope. Nope. And that was so hard fought for. You know, that was something that was uh, so many people literally died for. And it risked so much, risked everything for. It was the ability to have a say in their own governance. Um, and it mystifies me. And, and, and I get giving up. I've, I've been there so many times. Um, but if you're still here, you haven't given up yet. If you're still kicking and you're, you're doing whatever, um, you're doing, you're still in the game. So take your, <laughs> take all the agency you have, take all the power you have and assert it, assert it. They are here because of us, whether we didn't vote them in and because we didn't vote and they got in or whether we did vote them in, um, or whether we just tried or whether we didn't campaign hard enough or whatever. It's, they're there because of us. They are there for us. Or they're there against us. Um. Yeah. I don't have much else to say. Go out. Make sure you're registered to vote. Go out. Figure out where in whatever county you're in. Um, wherever you're at. What you need to do. Where you need to go for early voting in person, which seems to be something that is, um, um, not being as attacked so much as the, as the mail-in voting, uh, go out and vote early. There, so there was what, Virginia, West Virginia, uh, opened up the early voting polls. And large groups of Trump supporters were actually blocking people from going in and voting. They were being antagonistic toward the voters who were standing in line to vote. And you know what? Don't let that dissuade you. Don't let that stop you from doing anything. Those people can do nothing. Um, they're just loudmouths. And don't let loudmouths bully you into anything. If you've survived this long to hack with bullies, they can't do a thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> I'm, I'm at a loss when it comes to this. I'm so bloody angry right now with everything. And, um, and so many people are hurting. So many people are without power. And we have to change that. Um, we have to fight for it. So. <sighs> yeah, literally everything depends on it. So do yep. your part. And go make sure other people can do their parts. If you have to give rides, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, I know there's the whole social distancing. That's 
a very real thing. Uh, buy somebody a lift or or an Uber mm-hmm. uh, to the polling stations. Um, we've got plenty enough people around here who volunteered for the polls. I think they have twice as many applicants as they need for poll workers. Um, oh, wow. But there's maybe something else. Maybe get involved with your um, the local campaigns. Maybe get involved mm-hmm. with uh, making sure people are registered. Um, yeah. There are phone banks. There are uh, any number of forums. Go on and talk to people about the issues. Don't yeah. worry about getting in fights with people. I, yeah. One of the things that my family, when they came over from Europe uh, to visit, they got right up in your face, right? So they're really close to you. And I'm sorry for anybody's ears. I just blew up. But um, so they're right up in your face. And if they disagree with you, they are going to lay their argument out. You know, they're not worried about being polite. What is polite but swallowing your own power, right? Um, no, go out and tell people if they are uh, <laughs> laboring under false ideas, disabuse them of that. Bring truth to them or your truth. You know, speak to them why you believe that what they're doing is wrong and don't be afraid of it because in the long run, these are your rights. This is your life and somebody else's disinformation is not as valid as your truth. So. Amen. And go, I was, yeah, I was just going to say, go get, you know, your elderly parents who weren't going to vote, take them to the polls and, you know, who, I mean, go talk to your neighbors, convince them to get out and vote, like go and tell one other person, make sure one other person is going to, and is able to vote. Like just do your, your small part, you know? Or your big part. Talk to a lot of people. I don't know. Just do something. You know? Whatever you're capable of, get up and do it. Um, and I know a lot of people who are, have all kinds of efforts. There's all kinds of groups out there making sure everybody has been talked to and stuff. So uh, you might hear from a bunch of different people. It's it's just really that important. Yeah. Um, and I've, I hear from a lot of people who are, are uh, disenchanted too. Um, It'll be over in 45 days, hopefully. Hopefully. Um, but we'll we'll meet that challenge when we get there. Uh, but let's get there. Let's let's change the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. The work won't be done after the election. Right. Wh- whichever way it goes, the work is not done. Yeah, we still have to fight. And that's all we've done, right? We've yeah. been fighting. We've been fighting for decades and uh and we've been nice and we've been kind um we've been so generous with time that here we are and it's 2020 and we still don't have universal protections um we're still we still don't have the equal rights amendment we still don't have um so much because we're trying to work things out with people who don't want to work things out so we now just have to 
make sure that we go out and we demand what we need. And we take it. Because um, that's alright too. We, we don't have to roll over for anyone. Yeah, it's, if you want to talk about the Constitution, it's in the Constitution that if the government is not serving the people of the United States, the people of the United States have the right to and must go and change the government. Yep. Um, that's, that's in there. So, so. Uh, You are the government. Yeah. Essentially. That's the whole idea. <laughs> These people represent us, for better or worse. Uh, let's make sure it's for the better. And this has been a message from your local election board. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Nobody has paid us for any of this messaging. This is a message from your local queers who are begging you to give a bleep. <laughs> yeah. And just... I, I was going to flow with that, and then I realized there was going to be a curse word in it. So I'm glad you bleeped yourself. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, just, you know, it's good to just talk about these things. And social media is, is great and, uh, for sharing things. And well, we just got to all get on the same page. Eventually, we're going to get there. Sorry. And I, I don't know. It's just, it's just crazy. It's, uh, it's time. So... I'm going to go and absorb all that I can and hope that people in Louisville are safe. Yeah. Um, and uh, can we link to the Louisville, Louisville uh, bail fund in our, in our show notes? Yeah, I think so. Is that a thing we can do? Okay. Yeah. Um, we'll do that. We'll probably have a few links, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you all for being here. Thanks for showing up. Um, we're out of time. Who wants to take the, the next part? Uh, Do we want to be Justin? One second. Uh, I got it. Hold on. I don't have it anymore. One second. Sorry. Sorry. Blooming Out is a production of WFHB Community Radio and produced by Melanie Davis and Kate Young. Lucas Fisher is our engineer. For Blooming Out and WFHB, I'm Justin Robertson. And I'm Ireland Meacham. And I'm Lucas Fisher. And that really never gets old. <laughs> uh, I'm Melanie Davis, and remember, if everything were straight, roller coasters would be one long, boring ride. Be well, stay safe, speak truth, manifest equity, demand justice. And good night from your Blooming Out family. Yay!